Get ready. It's the Fantasy Baseball Guys. Here's Greg Howe and Jason Balance. And we are back. I'm Jason. And I'm Greg, and we are the Fantasy Baseball Guys. It is Wednesday, April 12th. Beautiful sunny day in South Florida. If only we were in South Florida. If only we were in South Florida. We're not. Northern we're Delaware. Delaware. Northern Delaware will suffice, I guess. You know, the longer I stay in Delaware, the worse it gets. That's why you moved to Jersey. They both suck. <laughs> What's going on, guys? Good. That, that, that was important. Way to start. Anyways, let's get started. So, week one's been in the books. Week one is in the books. First reaction, other than the Phillies are terrible. First reaction is... They did score 10 runs in an inning. We did score 10 runs in an Miracles inning. Miracles do happen. Be the only time that will happen all year. But yeah, or in your lifetime. No. We've that was the first time they've ever done it. Is it? Mm-hmm. All right, I'll, I'll trust you on that one, but... Good, you should. I mean, overall takeaway from the week one was... What you expected? Some teams... Not what you expected. What, what, like, from a team standpoint, who did really well? Who did really bad? Well, I think the team that had the worst start, uh, I'd probably say the Blue Jays. They had a rough start, starting off one and six. Yeah, they stink. I mean, they played all um, six of their their first two series were on the road. And we know they're they're a better home, home team than road team, but still you never want to start off uh, dropping your first two series on the road. But... Do you feel like the loss of Edwin has impacted them? Obviously. I guess it has. If you look at their offensive numbers, they haven't been great, but I don't think that Edwin is the only reason that they're struggling. I think the pitching is more default. But they uh, did add Devin Travis back into the lineup, who probably was going to win Rookie of the Year last year. And I know you're will be Devin. a top five to six second ranked ba- you think so? second baseman by the end of the year. You're a big Devin Travis fan. That's why we own him in – most of our fantasy leagues every year, seems like. Every year. It's only his second year. Second year. Every so year. So you mean last year. So I mean every year. When he got hurt. <laughs> but before, he was good. No. So. I'm, I like Devin Travis. Um, a team that got off to a surprising start, I will say, the Cincinnati Reds. They opened up against the, my Phillies. <laughs> what a surprise. Not a tough team to beat, but I also thought the Reds were going to be arguably one of the worst teams in the MLB this year, but... They hey, they're off be. to a six and two start. They will be still. Yeah, I see them falling back down to earth. Even and they're even playing pretty well without Joey Votto. Really hitting his stride. He's only I believe two walks the first six games, which is not Joey Votto like. Yeah, unheard of. I am Joey a huge Votto. Joey Votto fan. Everybody gets on him about like Joey. his eye at the plate, but you know it. Re- it really, it's phenomenal, and he's very consistent. Yep. Extremely. So, I have no. Uh, no real worries about Joey Votto's slow start, but let's put it this way, okay? For walks plus runs created, he's ranked fourth over the last year and a week and a half. Okay, I believe it. So, one of the big things that I look at is the walk percentages, based on the walk percentages actually compared to the K amount of K percentages that you have, and his are pretty much an even split. Yep. If your K percentage is under ten, it's pretty much unheard of. So the only person that's under 10 
in the top 20. Actually, there's two people. Can you guess them? I bet you can't. Mm. Jose Altuve one? Yup. Damn it. Mm. Who's the second one? I'll give you $3 if you get this. K percentage under 10. Jose and... Left-handed hitter. Short but taller than you. <laughs> That's not saying. I'm going to say D. Gordon. I'm going to say you're wrong. Damn. Daniel Murphy. That's a damn. Shouldn't he's he's that. a great. No, he's so phenomenal. But he really? only walks at a 6% clip. Oh. Yeah, but he's. That's his. He just puts the bat on the ball. Mm-hmm. Every it's like bat. Tony Gwynn, but worse. Yeah, he's like a. Uh, but I bet you Tony Gwynn walked at a higher percentage. We should find that out. I'm sure he did. He is kind of like a poor man's Tony Gwynn. That's a good point. Um. Another couple teams that started off pretty good that I didn't expect were the Angels. If you listen to our first show, I bashed them pretty hard. They did. We both ragged on them pretty bad, actually. Start they, off you know, I watched the game the other day. Sorry for interrupting you. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, you go. I was just saying they're starting off 6-2, and two, and what's actually surprised me is their bullpen has been dominant. I believe they have the best bullpen. I know it's only a week into the season, but their bullpen has uh, really improved. So that's a good good sign for them if they can get Garrett Richards back, uh, get some starters to get to that apparently pretty pretty decent bullpen this year. Well, they made a few significant – I wouldn't call them significant, but I would call them some positive changes, mm-hmm. um, one being uh, their left field addition. Who Do you know who that is? No, I don't. Um, played in San Diego. Played in – are you testing Miami? Me? Yes, I am. Oh. Only because I can't think of his name right at the top of my head. Played, um, crap. Um, played in Atlanta. Cameron Mabin? There it is. There. See? Cameron Mabin. That's There's a good addition, good guy that. He's a solid player the, to be in left field. Yeah, now. top of the order. Um, Next to Mike Trout. See? Yeah, because if you. Cleans up the defense. If you really looked bit. at their, like, starting. First four batters from last year was pretty. It's not yeah. that impressive outside of obviously Trout. Like Cole Calhoun was a, I think their three hole hitter. Like I mean he's okay, but not someone I really want at the top of my order. And they didn't really have any speed other than Andrelton Simmons, who's who a phenomenal a, shortstop, but god awful batter. I mean he actually. I wouldn't call him a god awful batter. He's. No. I mean, he has started off. He's decent. worthy of a, of a roster spot. Sure. He's worthy of the roster spot. I wouldn't say he's a top five shortstop in baseball. He, I mean, he I wouldn't call him a top ten either. Defensively, he's a wizard, right. But, um, but yeah, but that doesn't really help you from a fantasy standpoint exactly. unless you play on defense. Exactly. Um, who else did I see uh, start off to a decent start? Oh, the Diamondbacks. Diamondbacks have been coming out on fire. We know we were big, uh, big D-backs fans going into the last season when they picked you up know, Frankie. You know how I we've always talked about how we're always a year ahead. Year ahead of the uh, the, the curve. curve. Yeah, yeah, we we hundred percent are, and that is Exhibit A, prime example one. D-backs looking good. Jake Lamb's hitting. Paul like Goldschmidt. They're going to be phenomenal. They're going to hit the cover off the ball. You they know. are hitting. Um. A.J. Pollock at the top there, Segura. Oh, no, Segura left. Segura left. Yeah. Um, but they have a good squad. They really do. Jake Lamb has really taken a, a real uh, step forward for them. 
some teams that have struggled, like the Mariners and the Rangers. Rangers have just had bullpen issues. Almost every one of their losses, I think, has come due to a uh, who the Rangers due to a uh, I think the bullpen right malfunction. They they'll clean up the bullpen. You know they will. They hit the cover off the ball. Yeah, I mean, we know as the summer goes on, it gets hotter. Ball's gonna start flying there, but I am a little concerned about the Rangers pitching staff. I think the Mariners actually. You're concerned about a pitching staff with um, Cole Hamels and New Darvish. Yeah, I mean uh, I overall, am. I mean yeah, the three, four, and five, the bottom end of the roster isn't the best, but come on, let's be serious. But I mean, Cole is great. I mean, I always like Cole Hamels, but he's in an AL. It's tougher, and you Darvish has injury. I like Perez. I mean, I think he's a solid starter. They have AJ Griffin. Um, right now they only have four starters. But I mean, they'll they'll look to add somebody. That that's a team that always makes deals at the deadline. Mm-hmm. So now that you're talking about the Rangers, um, I think Mazzaro is one of the candidate. Like, so I'm a big Chu fan. I always have been, even though he's old. Yep. He puts up very good sabermetric numbers. Walks a lot. Strikes out. Um, not very frequently. At a at a not too high of a clip. Um, makes. Solid contact, if not hits the ball hard a lot. Plays in a favorable ballpark, especially for left-handed hitters. Um, so, he, I mean, he has a lot of the numbers working for him. Now, Mazzaro has taken that job and ran with it completely. Now, I could see one of them players moving over to left field if Delano to Shields. I don't know what his numbers are. Um, mm-hmm. I'd have to check that. But they also have Jerickson Profar, Delano to Shields. Shinshu Chu and Joey Gallo all battling for one position eventually when Beltre comes back. Yeah. And Joey Bow Gallo, Gallo has one of the highest exit velocities in the league, so I have a hard time believing that they're going to sit him anytime soon. Chu, I guess, is DHing, so that's a good step for him. Gallo's only problem is his strikeout rate. They're, they don't have any bad hitters in that lineup. Not Napoli, really. Odor, Andrews, Gallo. Tell me bad hitter. Mazzaro, Gomez, DeShields, Luke Roy. But do you want to hear something very bad? Out of 30 plate appearances, Joey Gallo has struck out 64% of the time. He struck yeah, out. That's not good. Out Six, of 30 yeah, plate, well, that's, I mean, that's got to yeah, be almost yeah. like 18 strikeouts out of 30 at bats. I mean, that's I, why I he. That's why he. Well, that's why he's going to sit for um, Beltre. He's going to sit for a long time striking out like that. Well, the idea is to improve. We hope. But But if you need home runs on your team, while he's playing, I would consider him in there. Sure, if you're... Because especially in a rotisserie league where you need total bases, I mean... Yeah, I mean... Like a guy like D. Gordon that's going to have 200 singles or 200 hits, 150 of them are going to be singles. A guy that's going to hit 30 bombs, you do the math. I get it. But he's also going to really hurt a lot of other categories. Well, I just don't have... Well, that's why I would... yeah, I guess. I mean, if I had Joey Gallo, he would be a match. If you're low on the home run totals, especially in a head-to-head roster, yeah. think about it. You got him on the bench. Right. You need a. He has a favorable matchup on the weekend. That's when I I'd put him in there. That's more in a head-to-head. Because I mean, he's not going to strike out enough for your whole team to lose. Hopefully, no, hopefully the rest a, of your team doesn't strike out a fifty percent right. clip or whatever you call it. And if you're starting him in smart spots, yeah, that's how I would use Joey Gallo, but. 
All right. So, I mean, is that is that kind of yeah, your – All right, so can I give you my surprises and sure. underperformers? Yeah, that's pretty So much. they're not really surprised because they always have seemed to play good ball under the buck truck. Yep. But the Baltimore Orioles, I mean, yep. they just keep chugging along. Everybody thinks they're going to fall off a little bit. They are playing behind Machado. Adam Jones, I think, is going to have a renaissance-type year. He didn't do too bad, but I feel like the World Baseball Classic kind of juice is flowing. Yep. A little bit of youth back in those legs. Yep. Um, so Trumbo's still swapping. Trumbo, Chris absolute Davis. phenomenal pickup for them. Oh, and Jesus. they pretty much got him for 10 cents. Yeah. Good deal. So, um, know, that was a wise choice. I think if Dylan Bundy for the <laughs> Orioles can do it. Fantastic, yeah. isn't he? I mean, we've known about his potential and ability for a couple of years now. And um, looks like he's finally putting it all together. He is a stud. And other than having probably the best, one of the best closers in baseball. Yep. In Britain. But, uh, Buck Walter does an excellent job with his bullpen. Yep. But probably one of the better ones in baseball overall. Wouldn't you agree? Overall, just one of the best coaches. I would um, yeah. Yeah. So, I, I mean, if you're looking at the Orioles, I'd like to give them – now that we don't have too many stats based on this season, so it's hard to go by, like, new surprises. That's why I like to look at last year and the week of this year and really give you a little bit of an analysis. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're looking at going team by team. So, who is the Kim guy in left field for the Orioles? To be uh, honest, I usually know like every player in baseball, um, or at least have heard of them. Yeah, I have not. I so, have heard of Young Soo Kim. I believe he was so the either signed last year. Yeah, he was signed last year. Uh, no, yeah, he was signed in 2016. I don't think he played much last year. Well, he's got the starting job and left. I mean, they have Seth Smith, I mean, who's a who's a decent player. He's actually going to transition well. I think he was in Colorado last year, or he spent a lot of time in Colorado. Mm-hmm. That's when he's done well in his career. He may have made a few other stops, quite a journeyman, but um, the fact that he's transitioning over to a, another hitter-sized, hitter-friendly ballpark yeah. will serve him well, he hit, especially in that kind of lineup. He hit three hundred two last year. And Who are we talking? Kim. Oh, well, how many at-bats? 346. Half season. Over half season. Yeah. So, I can see. What was his OPS or Wava? Um, well, actually, what was his wa- the walks plus runs? 119 walks plus runs created. Plus? Yeah. That's pretty good. I can see why he won What that was it? Job. 152? Um, Is that what you just said? 119 walks plus runs created. Plus? Yeah. Yeah, that's phenomenal. Yeah. That is, that's pretty damn good. Better than Seth Smith. Better than Pete Rose when he was on the Phillies. Oh, God. Here we go. He's been talking about it all day. He's on a Pete Rose kick. I don't even know what it's about. All right, about. so Phillies are retiring Pete Rose's number. But, granted, before I get on my soapbox here, Mike Lieberthal, Mike Lieberthal is also retired for the Phillies. Yep. So that doesn't hold much. No. Um, His OPS plus is a one-on-one. Who, Pete Rose? In his four years in about? the Phillies, yeah. Okay. Which is garbage. I think we're more retiring him on the fact of his name, not completely All right, like well, he dominated with the excuse Phillies. Excuse me, I've been to at least 10 Phillies games. I would like to be on the Hall of Fame Wall of Honor. Go ahead. Okay, they might as well just do that now. 
Like, continue. Don't be ridiculous. You know what I mean? Um, he, he for his WAR is one point one. One point one. Charlie yeah. Manuel probably has a one point one. Oh, for the Phillies. Please. Okay. However, for his career, it is significantly better than a one point one. His OPS plus is a one eighteen, which actually is not as good as I thought it would be for his entire career. His OPS is a seven eighty four. All stars are eight hundred plus. Yeah, he w- superstars are nine hundred plus. He was a gritty player. He wasn't gonna go and stone smash- base stone bases under two hundred. Career? Career. That's not wh- what kind of grit is that? He's got fourteen thousand at bats. What do you have? Five hundred at bats a year? Yeah, not a, not a big uh, stolen base threat. I, I mean, I thought he was gritty. What happened to the grittiness? He was gritty. Good, he hit a lot of singles. Go ahead and turn a double play. Forty-two hundred hits. Or did he have five thousand hits? I, I thought it was forty-two fifty-six. It was something like that. Yeah. All right. So, of his forty-two fifty-six, which I could be wrong because the, I thought he had five thousand hits. Maybe not. I don't know where I'm getting five thousand from. But all right. So this says forty-two fifty-six. So he had one hundred and sixty home runs, which also is crap. For playing that long, okay. Um, you were right. Four thousand two hundred fifty-six hits. I don't know where. Twenty-one sixty-five in runs. Yeah. Thirteen hundred RBIs. So, are you more mad to the fact that the Phillies are retiring him into the Philadelphia? I just don't think he's as good as people said. I really don't. Like what? You hit a lot of singles. Good job. Yeah, I mean, Tony Gwynn kind of did the same thing. No, Tony Gwynn was. Better. Okay. Even though he was a career three three or three hitter, but I guess you would be if you have that many sinks. All right, let's compare. Let, let's hear. The let's t- compare, shall we? All right. Since I have this up, Tony Gwynn has thirty one hundred hits, so that's a lot less. He has thirty one one hundred thirty five home runs. All right, so he also stinks. But his no. OP his OPS is one thirty two. Okay, OPS plus is one thirty two, whereas um, Pete Rose is one nineteen. His batting average is almost 340, mm-hmm. where the other guy, or Rose, is 303. His own base percentage for Gwynn is 388. Um, for Rose, it's 375, and he slugged 409, whereas Gwynn slugged 459. So Gwynn was an all-around better player and didn't gamble in baseball. Not that I really even care about that, because who cares? I, I like, like the... Get some Twitter uh, insight on what do the what do other people think? Tony Gwynn or Pete Rose? Better career? If you're listening to this, let's uh, hear it on Twitter. Jason obviously is going for Mr. Gwynn. I I, I like I'm a Pete Rose fan. I like Pete. Rest Rose, in peace. Yes. Isn't don't chew tobacco. Talked about this. Now we're gonna get life year. lessons. Yeah, well, let's not go about the chewing tobacco today. Um, so on some other news, um, we actually didn't talk about this for, um, some actually important news for you SoundCloud followers. Um, as of starting with this podcast here, we will no longer be posting to SoundCloud, right? Correct. We will be posting to a website called Blog Talk Radio. Um, you can listen to us there, but we also still be on iTunes if that's how you're used to listen to us. Which ninety five percent of our audience is so right, but if just you're continue to listen on iTunes. But if not, if you feel so inclined, Blog Talk Radio is where we were going to be. Um, 
now posting our posting shows. our shows. Yes, correct. Good job. All right, so let's move on. Get that out of the way. Um, hold on. I'm not done talking about my surprises and and failures. All right. Um, the Detroit Tigers are one of my early season surprises. I, I think. Uh, Mr. I think. Go ahead. I think Miguel officially had his worst week of his career. To start the season, not even to start the season, and they're just six a week and two? in general. Yeah, no. Yes, I thought are. you said they were. Yeah, no, I, I thought they were my surprise. Oh, I thought you said they they're were six and two. Gotcha. Um, yeah, I think he was two for his first twelve with eight strikeouts or so. Good, so he won't get worse. No, if you are a Miguel Cabrera owner this year, you can only trade for him now, baby. You can only go up. Yeah, because, I mean, not only does he have the prettiest swing in baseball, probably as a right-handed hitter, he's and not one of the most powerful hitters, surely not. probably one of the better hitters to ever live, to yep. be honest with you. Let's just yeah. call it what it is. I, um, s- I watched the Roger Clemens-Miguel Cabrera bat not long ago in the World Series mm-hmm. when uh, Roger was trying to throw up and high on Miguel a couple times, and then Miggy had no... No problems with swatting the next one out of right going oppo on them. All right, so let's let's just take a look. All right, so we compare. We looked at Rose. We looked at Gwynn, just to give everybody an idea. Okay, here's a real good hitter. Not that those guys aren't a good hitter. Mel- yeah. Miguel Cabrera. Okay, he's BA for his career is three twenty. His OPS plus is one fifty five. Yep. Rose's was what one nineteen. Correct. His on base percentage is 398, so he has a lower on base percentage, but he fl- slugs at 561. His OPS, 959. You're talking about generational power hitter. I'm talking about generational talents, people. Yeah. I All mean, right. how many times his walks plus runs created are going to be high? It's almost 200 s- points better than Pete Rose. Yeah, he gets intentionally walked. All the time. How many times do you think uh, Pete Rose was intentionally walked? Probably not that often. How do you know? Good. But maybe I'll look all it right. up. So the man, all right, Miguel Cabrera is pretty much, other than his rookie years, been overweight and slow. Would you agree? For the first couple of years, I would say. When he was in shortstop, he was in, in shape, you know. He has 40 stolen bases. Yeah, he was never a fleet of foot guy. All right, so I'm just saying, compare all right, so that's how insignificant 200 stolen bases is. All right, and he only has 7,808 bats. Rose has 14,000, yeah. twice the amount of bats. Yep. So let's double these numbers, shall we? Now but we're looking at 80 stolen bases, which you probably won't get 80 stolen bases. Only get slower, but it's not even close. Yeah, but you can't just extrapolate like that. That doesn't work like that. I mean, it's in theory you could do it. But Good word. Big words here. Big words today. Um, All right, so enough of that. Biggest surprise of the year so far. Even though it's only week one, it'll only continue for week one because they will fall off the cliff, mark my words, or I will do something crazy. The Minnesota Twinkies. The Twinkies. Five and three. Five and three. They're playing good. They are. I'm, I'm sorry, but I have to say, I'm calling Byron Buxton 
a bust. I don't care how long he's been the number one prospect, how he's, long I've watched hallelujah. him. Hallelujah. He's bad. If he's you were about to good. say he's good, I was going to say you are an idiot. No, I'm, I'm giving up on him. Come on, let me hear. I've talked about him all last year. He's a good center fielder. He can play center field. That That is about it. But did you know in his minimum of 400 plate appearance, Buxton has a 35.5% strikeout rate? He's Second highest good. in baseball? It's not good. And it doesn't look to fall anytime soon. It's going to get worse. He can't hit. He really You can't. can't strike out all the time. Especially, so, in comparison, we talked about Gallo, who strikes out a lot. At least he plays in a hitter-friendly ballpark with a hitter-friendly lineup. Gallo so, definitely. The I Twins mean, are probably the opposite. They probably play in one of the bigger ballparks in the majors. That's the only way that Phil Hughes is sustained a respectable career because he is a fat, fastball, flat, right down the middle, hit it as far as you can kind of guy. How many fly balls can I get lucky on in the cold Minnesota Twins breezy air? Because well, Phil Hughes sucks. So, if you have Phil Hughes... I'm not a huge Phil Hughes fan. He gives up way too many bombs. But, I mean, like you said, I mean, the ballpark helps. And the ballpark helps. Byron, I mean, you're in a big ballpark. As a speedster, you should be freaking hitting gaps consistently. And this guy, I don't even know what to say about him. I drafted him in my league, and I'm disgusted already. Why would you pick him up? You've been talking about this forever. Because, I mean... His, the potential's there for five-plus tools, and... You know what potential will get you? Apparently. A box of rocks. Place. Nothing. Yep. So, so, if you're a Byron Buxton owner, you know... Kansas City's you know off to game. a slow start. I don't think they had the pitching. I'm not I'm not a that, believer in the Royals. We year. talked about this a little last yep. time, actually, about how we think they're going to sell off they the team a little bit. They will be sellers. Big-time sellers? I think you'll see... Hosmer potentially leave, Lorenzo Cain potentially leave, Mistakis I could pretty much say is probably going to tr- be traded, unless they really start to get. Well, they I mean they gave some of these guys some some long term deals. They did they they spent money and they didn't aren't quite able to sustain bullpen not as dominant. They anything. don't have a good top of the rotation. First of all, I mean they don't really have a rotate. Their bullpen's not bad. I mean, Herrera, well, that, let's put it this way. They have an 8-9. Right. But Herrera has not been the Herrera of the, the World Herrera Series. The Herrera of the seventh inning and eighth right. inning when there's he's not as much He's been giving up hits. He's very – he hasn't been able to throw strikes. So, he's been off. Wade Davis, I mean, he's – I mean, I don't know the numbers exactly, but they're probably not scoring a lot of runs. They're probably playing nope. a lot of close games. Um, Alcides Escobar really could never hit. Mondesi, that's not a quality second baseman. Um, no fault to his own. I mean, I like Gordon, but I don't, he's not really the same player. Yep. Kane, Kane's, Kane's a good player, but he's not Mike Trout. No. Nope. And that's pretty much what you would need. I think. Um, I think go they're going to cut to the realization that if they can trade away some of these guys now, get some actual talent out of them because they are the Royals in a small market. Yep. Paying people money year after year and not making the playoffs is not a recipe for the Kansas City Royals. No, you hit the nail on the head. So they don't play. They don't make enough money. They, they don't right. generate enough revenue to continue that. So um, if, the only thing they can do is rebuild and try yeah. it again. So they had a good run. They did. If you have yeah. players like Best Hosmer, run of their franchise. Hosmer on your fantasy team, you could be 
looking at potentially at some point this year uh, him going to a, a better offensive team, right? So, And let's put it this way. Those are the kind of guys you got to look at, especially guys that play in pitcher-friendly ballparks now because what, is it going to get worse? No. Mm-hmm. You know? So those are the kind of people that you really have to keep an eye on. And Hosmer is an excellent candidate sure. for a trade now yeah. guy. These are the, and you want to start looking at these players now. I know it's we're talking about trade deadline months away, but yeah, you're gonna want, you don't want to trade for them at the right. trade. Right, nobody's going to trade you right. for them then. You no one's going to care. Keep an eye on some of these records of some of these teams that are going to be sellers, and try to swoop in and snag some of these guys because they're more likely not going to send Eric Cosmer to, uh, you know, the Phillies or the Braves. So. And all likelihood, it's going to go to more of a contending team. So, those are the type of players you want to keep your eye out early. Yep, for sure. It's a quality point there, Gregory. Um, I'm trying to pull up Hosmer's stats from last year. Just overall. Hold on. Give me a hot second. Continue. So, the best offensive first baseman as of right now, according to my nonsense here. Mm-hmm. Is it's still Joey? I mean, the yeah. Be careful. You can be you can be good with any of these people. Okay, Make so sure let's not go crazy here. Um, there's four candidates for probably upper one A first baseman: Votto, Cabrera, Freeman, Rizzo. My opinion. So yeah, I agree, but um. Joey Votto, he's definitely, I mean, if you want to go back on Devoto, he's getting older, so. He's getting older, but your eye doesn't get old. Right. but And he plays in a very hitter-friendly ballpark. But. If that's going to warm up. Um, there's a, there's a talk about a trade candidate. Votto, yes. Yep. He probably will yep. go to. He, he definitely could be looking. Less of a hitter-friendly park, maybe. But we'll see. Depending on what his um contract is looking like, um, he could definitely be a trade candidate. He did sign a ten year two hundred twenty five million dollar contract. So he's probably still got ways to go. But Who did? Joey Votto in two thousand twelve. So I wish I made still that got five years left on the deal. But you know, if there's a team out there that has some extra money and or right on the cusp, or need a first baseman. He's a good one. I want to talk about some of the some of the guys that went down in the first week. Um, I know waivers have already passed, but these guys are still if they're still available, um, you can pick them up. I know like Gary Sanchez going down for what looks like possibly four to six weeks. I heard two to four. Two to four. I heard four to six. So you're looking at just say three to four weeks. You're looking at a month. Yeah. By the time he's really right. playing as a ca- especially right. as a catcher, you're right. You're looking at a month at least. Um, a good pickup is Sandy Leone. I know as of earlier today, he was only owned in 40% of Yahoo leagues and 35% of ESPN. He's hitting 438 the first week of um, games. Home run, five RBIs. So definitely uh, a good replacement for if you spend a pretty penny on Gary Sanchez. Um Another guy who is actually doing pretty well is um, the Oakland Athletic pitcher. If you if you're in need of pitching, you sp- you spend on David Price and he's still hurt or whatever the case may be. Kendall Graveman for the Oakland Athletics have 
Got to look at those Oakland players, man. Oakland always has the Billy pitchers. Bean's not an idiot. Kendall Graveman, 13 innings He does not pitch. pick up. You don't get the – go ahead. I'm sorry. Go 13 ahead. innings pitched, three earned runs, 12 Ks, two wins versus Texas and the Angels. Bang. Point Sign him up all year long. I don't care if you haven't heard of him. I don't yeah. care what anybody else says about him. He will have a decent year. He will stay in your roster all year long. Point eight five whip like, through two games, 13 innings. Another good one for uh, Oakland, I watched some pitch the other night, was Cotton. Looked phenomenal. Live fastball. Will definitely get you strikes, Ks. I mean, um, like Jason said, Oakland just has pitchers. They have if good scouting department. They really do. Something, something I mean, in the water there, but they can breed some pitchers. Even if you if you drafted Sonny Gray, I mean, he hopefully he's coming back soon. But in the meantime, there are some some Oakland pitchers out there that have been killing it to start this week. You know who else is killing it? Who have I been all over his talents for a year and a half? And he was terrible last year, but I was like, you know, even though I look like an idiot, he's still a very good pitcher. Not getting any run support. Does Pitches he, in the AL East. He, that's what I was going to say. Does he happen to pitch for the first name Tampa Chris, Bay Rays? Correct. First name Chris, last name Archer. I know. Um, he has been his, and he, his strikeouts are down a little bit, too. His walks are still a little high at a 2.45, but his left on base percentage, that's one of the key statistics I look yep. at for um, a pitcher. I mean, there's a lot of varying factors, but Chris Archer is a top-of-the-rotation kind of guy in – Every way you write it down, except that the Rays don't score enough runs. But as yeah. far as statistical analysis goes, outside of wins, which he may get luck into a few more this year because he's not going to be 9-19, and 19, Nope. everything else is going to be off the charts. If he pitched for the Cubs, he'd probably be a 20-game winner. If he pitched for the Cubs, he'd be up there for Cy Young. Yeah. No, I, about it. I no agree. doubt about it. I can agree with that. Or in a fit hitter-friendly ballpark because – Pitcher-friendly. Pitcher, pitcher gotcha. You know what I meant. Gotcha. Yeah. I mean, I think what Archer runs into sometimes is trying to do too much, trying to be too good, for lack of a better term, um, overthrowing, leaving the balls down the middle of the plate. This year, he lo- I watched an interview that he's just relaxed. He's not trying to do too much, trying to just let the game come to him. And Maybe because you can't get any worse than you did last year. Yeah, I mean – He's trying to handle things that are out of his control is basically what he was saying. This year he's uh, just letting the game come to him, and he's definitely – I mean, his bat is at a 293, so, I mean, that's – he's not getting lucky. He's not getting unlucky. Right. Yep. It's about where he can sit throughout the year. Yep. Um, speaking of a guy getting lucky, who I would be trading now, right now. Okay? Already? Right uh, now. Whew. You know who it would be? Yes. Can't read your mind. Maybe you can. I'm but you, you can. I can't. His name is James Paxton. You you know like I I'm, I'm a big fan of James well, that's Paxton. That's why you don't know what you're talking All about. All right. So he's decent, but he's non top of the rotate top of the major league baseball, okay? No. His K's are good. He's only thrown thirteen innings. I don't know how great he did last year. I think he was okay. But his on base percent or his left on base percentage hundred percent. First that's my First red flag. Yes. Red flag number one. I get it. Pitch. All right. You know what? I'm willing to compromise here. He's not tr- terrible. No. But he's not. The Mariners are going to have better offense, even though the Mariners are the most underperforming team I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. But. They're disappointing. I'm getting off 
topic here. Go back. So to his Max. his walks are over two, which I'm not really thrilled about. Um, like I said, his left on base percentage is 100. percent That's never gonna happen. Or right. I'll give him a million dollars, which I don't have. Um, ground ball percentage, very low. So he gives up the fly ball, and you're not. I mean, I don't know. Did he pitch him? Go check. I bet you both of his whatever both starts have come in Seattle. Bet you. So I will look. Probably not watching both be on the road. Um, he's a product of the ballpark, so he'll have he'll have maybe have a decent year, but he's not going to be anywhere. All right. So right now he's up there with Syndergaard, Archer, Chris Sale, Strasburg. If you offered me James Paxton and oh well someone else, and I'm ta- I'm not talking about like someone on the Phillies, anyone on the Phillies. Right. I'm talking about like Paxton, middle level B kind of pitcher. Mm-hmm. I'm ta- I'm get I'm making the trade. Well, let me tell you, James Paxton is probably being drafted. Um, yeah, where's his average draft percentage? We're gonna we're gonna look that up. Unless he's in the toilet. It, I mean, it's not. I mean, very I would trade. All right. So if you if you're getting any value right now, trade for him. I don't really care where you drafted him. Actually, he's being the Mariners are only gonna get worse because they would be okay right now. They it's not like they played good ball last year when it. How long do you have to play mediocre baseball to know that you're a mediocre team? Two years before you say, uh, we're actually not as bad as we I say. I mean, I don't see Oh, any we played okay. We played average baseball the last 10 years, but we're better than we think. I don't want to nec- – I don't see anything wrong with – okay, so they went out and spent a bunch of money on Cano and some other players, and they thought they were going to be better than they were last year. They didn't make the playoffs. So be it. It's not like they're not trying. I mean, they added more this year. You are right. Some of their players have place. better. Here's a trophy for participation no. kind of guy, aren't you? No, because they're going to be a lot more competitive this year. And Two and seven. I mean, only 12 teams make the playoffs. So I mean, I'm not saying they have to. Okay, but you can say that the Angels are 6-2. and two. They sucked last year. You you mean Texas is going to get better? I, I would they're put my bottom dollar that Seattle will end up with a better record than the Angels. You want you want to go mm. on that bet? We may have a 2016. 17? 2017? <laughs> Please. Wager? Oh, uh, wager. Let me think about that. I'll get back to you next week. So James Paxson is average draft position, 159th overall. What round is that? If you're in a 12-team league, I mean, jeez. Yeah, that's after round 12. That would be 144th. God, he is brilliant, folks. You're looking at least 14th to 15th if you, round at the earliest. If you need a mathematician, MIT, here he comes. Call me up. You know. Anyways. Hey, that's math. We're not doing math over here. <laughs> I mean, we're doing 12 times 12. So, All right, so another team that I think is awful, but they're supposed to be awful, is Atlanta. They're oh, building shot. for the future, clearly. Yeah. Um, Cincinnati's going to fall off the toilet. Um, Chicago, the Cubs are phenomenal. Pittsburgh, they had their window and blew it. I'm I convinced. Think so. I think Clint Hurdle is an outstanding manager. He's getting the most out of his team that he possibly can. But I'm sorry, my friends. Um, I mean, and I like him. Chad Cool, I went to school with him. Yep. 
and he's in their staff, which is awesome. Good for him. Even they do have a lot of how good he's young actually pitchers. higher in the rotation than Tyler Glass now. Yep, and James Italian. I mean, those are the two guys they. Well, Italian's higher, but I mean they are have they? good pitching. Is yeah, it's Cole Italian Nova Cool Glass now. That's crazy. I mean, so that's they have good pitching. pitching. So pitching. and they have an excellent outfield. Polanco, Marte, McCutcheon, um, James Harrison. I like. I even like John Jaso. Does it sang- seem like McCutcheon got old overnight to you? I feel like he, yeah, like he just woke but up and he wasn't. Luckily that for them, he can play right field there and yeah, probably have. Like if he's not going to be the best player in the league. I know, but, but he went from top five player, and you feel like you just woke up the next day, and he was he fell uh, off the eh, cliff. He's an average player. I know, kind of. You're right. Kind of disappointing. Like he's he's not any better thought of anymore than Marte and Polanco. Right, exactly. And even in some circles, probably looked at as a lower player right now. Probably, like if you were going to trade for one of the three, right. he would be the third person. Right, you would exactly. Take. Yep. And in the real world, he, no one's probably really trading for McCutcheon with that contract and decline. I know. Play. They were talking about him going to the Nationals. It wouldn't have been an excellent move. Yeah. Um, You know, you were telling me about a move that you made that wasn't really um, – I don't know. People weren't blown away with the deal, mm-hmm. especially Bryce Harper. Um, it was kind of a tool bag, but, you know, he's good at hitting. Uh, is Adam Eaton. Yeah, I like Who's that. Who's an outstanding player. I don't care what people say. I mean, he he's a good player. He was in a bad situation. White Sox uh, suck. I mean, they do. They they flat out suck. They could not hit the broadside of a barn last year. He would get on base. And other than Jose Abreu, because Todd Frazier had a mediocre year, struck out a lot, didn't walk any. Yeah. Like, probably hit 250. I don't even know. I don't need to know, but... The amount of runs that they scored, they actually, you know, oh, and I picked the White Sox last year. You did. But I did pick the Cubs. You did. So now that we're, yeah, so now that we're in a week into the season, who, all right, who are your two front runners for the World Series? I want to hear it again. I'm going to go with my Reds, not my Red Sox, but the Red Sox versus the Cubs. I know it's pretty kind of sounds straightforward, but it's baseball, nothing straightforward. Yeah, that's true. So, I – all right, who who is going to be – now that you've seen a week into the season, what race do you feel like is going to be, like, down to the wire, great race heading into the rest of the year? Like, where well, a lot I, th- I think there's going to be a couple really tight races. Um, I, I'll start with the NL East. I think the Mets and Nationals are going to yep, really battle 100%. it out for the long time. I agree. Do not count the Marlins out. I'm – Telling you, they have good no. hitting. I'll count them out. They have some good pitching, and their bullpen's not bad. They're out. You can count them out, but I'm telling you, they they have some good young players. They do for a wild card. Like I'm talking no. D. Gordon, Absolutely Christian Yelich, John Carlos Stanton. No, three great hitters. No. Okay, Edison Volquez leading off. I mean, Jesus, if they had Jose Fernandez, rest in peace. Jeez. Well, that's a big player in whether their season turns out mediocre or good. No, I know, but they hit pretty well. JT Realmuto has probably had they do hit the, the ball right. Best start to any catcher. This Dietrich's pretty good this year. Yep, Dietrich's pretty good. Bohr can hit. Yep, 
Stanton, obviously. Yelich is a, so they probably have the best, one of the better young outfields in the league. Yep. I mean, we're all talking about the Pirates and some of their young pieces as mm-hmm. far as the outfield goes. Um, all of which should be, if you ever need an outfielder, you're looking for a big player to make a big boost into your roster. These are the guys that I would be targeting, because they may not had a top ten player of like Jose Bautista type impact on your season yet, but those are the kind of people that will. You know, yeah. like. You're not going to be able to trade for Mike Trout. You're not going to be able to trade for John Carlos Stanton. Right. Like, if you're playing in any team that has where the rest of the league has somewhat knowledge of baseball overall, these are the kind of people that you should be targeting. Right? Do you agree? I agree. Um, these guys like Azuno, Yelich, yeah. Um, so they have Adam Eaton. Chen is their four. I'm just not. In, oh. I do like Ramos. Ramos is great. His K his uh K percentage is extremely high. Which I'm not saying I'm all about my K percentage. They're gonna compete in the NL East. I just I've watched a few of their games and I walked away kind of impressed. Kind of impressed, eh? I mean He's D kind Go- of impressed, folks. D Gordon leading off with uh Yelich behind him and then Stanton. I mean yeah, that's that's, pr- that's I mean, dangerous. And yeah, I just I don't see it. I don't see it. I see a 500-ball club. I see their pitching slowly start to be their weak point. But, I, I mean, Edison Volquez, he's okay. Yeah. I mean, he's he's okay. Not. Like, he's an average starter right. in today's. Like, yeah. if for a fantasy roster, he's my number three. Right. I'm for me to feel comfortable, yeah, he's my number three. Especially because right. of the at, division at that least. he's in. Like, the Mets, one of the better power-hitting teams in the league. The Nationals hit. The rest of the division, not so much. Yeah, but then you get two Twinkies in the Phillies and Braves. <laughs> Twinkies. Yeah. Twinkies stink, too. I, I, I don't even like Twinkies. Seen. Do you like Twinkies? I'm not a Twinkie fan, mm. to be honest. If I had one, I'd eat it, but <laughs> I'm not going to go out to the store to buy a Twinkie. Or Twinkies. Even find Is that made by Antimans? I don't know. I know they... Do you know sh- Entenmann's is out of PA? Nope. Didn't know any of that information. Thanks for that fun fact. Not only do I tell you about baseball, I tell you about Entenmann's. He knows where his donuts come from. Now I know where pastries come from and soft baked goods. <laughs> Get it right. Anyways. Anywho. Um, let's m- Moving on. So, let's talk about the... I talked a little bit about the NL Central. Um... You know, this is one of my, like, I like the beginning of the season because I like to, like, anticipate how things will right. play out a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, the Reds, not interested. Um, if they have any quality on their team, trade for them because they will all be shipped off. They will have a fire sale. You know who did look pretty good is the guy that's starting opening day for them. Brandon I don't remember. Finnegan, the left-hander? Yes. Very good. He's a very underrated pitcher. Yeah, so he's going to be a good pitcher, obviously. He's going to struggle, though, because hitter's ballpark, they're not going to score any runs. They're going to trade all their players. If you need a guy with a high strikeout percentages, who puts a few, probably a decent whip. So if you're playing in more of a rotisserie league, that's great. Um, But if you need wins, you need a low ERA, it's going to be hard because they're not going to be that competitive. Um, how they're six and two, other than playing the Phillies, is beyond me. Milwaukee, 
garbage. St. Louis, there's a Saint, there's a surprise. St. Louis is two and six. I will. I'm calling. They will not make the playoffs this year. Well, I'm not a Cardinals fan. Not this year. Not a Cardinals fan just because, or not a Cardinals fan because of their team. Now, do you like their pitching? I like Carlos Martinez. I like Carlos Martinez. I like Michael Waka. I like um, or Waka rather. I like Lance Lynn. I'm okay with Mike Leak. He's decent as a number five. As of anything further than that, eh. um, I do do think they're going to get better. I think they'll figure some things out. Grichuk strikes out way too much. I think he was at like 30% last year. So, I mean, but he does have a very, very good exit velocity. So I think the loss of Hayward hurt them, even though it was two years ago. Because... He yeah. really had a good balance for that team. Now, Fowler may bring a little bit of that back, but he also has his own strikeout issues, and that was covered up a little bit by the Cubs yep. because the Cubs could hit. They had a lot of length in their lineup. Um, Joe Madden has a very good way of relaxing his players, um, which I think plays well to a young squad. Uh, before that, Fowler was in Colorado, so his numbers were inflated um, than they normally are. If you're ever, if it, I mean, if there's a good Colorado player, you pick him up in fantasy baseball. You yep. agree? I agree? Every every single time. Uh, yep. Steven Piscotti is a good young player, but he's got a long way to grow. Matt Carpenter, we're both huge fans of. Yeah, I was just um, looking at their lineup. Like, who do you really like in their batting lineup? I mean, like I, I mean, as far as a fantasy player, yeah, I like Matt Carpenter. That's about it, right? I mean, I'll do me. Colt Col- Wong's decent. No, no, Diaz. I really won't want him. No, Col- Diaz is okay. Diaz. Jed Jericho is okay. Johnny Peralta is okay. Grichuk strikes out too much. Dexter DeFowler has a good few traits. Yadier Molina is there for his catching. Let's but, not be. But realistically, let's not how many of these would be in a starting lineup? Maybe two? Two or three. At the most. Two or three. If, like, Grichuk's a backup. That I would rotate in my outfield. Maybe a bench player. Actually, all three of them. Maybe maybe Fowler if I need speed. If I have power in some of my other outfielders, I'm okay with that. Okay. I like Jed Jerko. I like Jed Jerko because he went to West Virginia. That's about it. He can hit. He's a, he's a decent hitter. He can hit. He can run into some balls and put some over the fence, but uh, he's not going to supply a 300 average for you. No, but a lot of that kitchen all fame. Clearly, look at True. Pete Rose. Oh God, it's back. Um, NL West. We talked about the Arizona Car or Arizona Cardinals. Um, the Arizona Diamondbacks. There you go, right sport. Yeah, I'm Richard. Um, yeah, we. I mean, we love their lineup. They, they have all different types of talent in that lineup oh, like of all different categories Goldschmidt is Do it all. if they have a definition in of a five tool player that's Paul Goldschmidt pretty much I mean they usually what do you mean pretty much I mean five tools you usually think of as like outfielders because that why because they arm. steal no like throwing arms and things like that all right well I'm mean, talking about five tool and everything else but I things gotcha. that matter yeah in professional base. I got it no not even first base, okay? What? what did he steal? Twenty bags? Twenty bags, great. No, he stole thirty four bags. Say, he stole more than that. Thirty four. All right. Yep. All right. There there we go. 
Paul Goldschmidt stole 34 bags, all right? Pete Rose stole 198 for his entire career. Do you think of Paul Goldschmidt as a speed demon? Maybe you God, should. I'm just kind of just walking into a trap here. Oh, uh, yes, you are. So he had 26 bombs. He had 115 runs. He had 100 RBIs on a team that stunk. His K percentage was a little way too high normally for a Paul Goldschmidt type year. 21%. His walk percentage is 15, which I love. That's probably my favorite stat about him. His BABIP was a 358, so that's going to fall. It'll probably fall back a little bit. He had 297. So he's probably a career 280 hitter. I haven't looked at it exactly, but that would be my guess. Um, OBP 411, slug almost 500, 135 on the Richter scale, and his walks plus runs created. Um, his defense sucks. I thought his defense was better. He's at a minus 11 on the defensive scale. Did you know that? Um, I know he's not the goal, a gold glove first baseman, but I but he plays first base. Yeah. I mean, so, just catch the um, ball. I think Arizona. So there's the Dodgers underperforming. I think this division will be flipped. However, I think Arizona will compete. San Diego will fall in the toilet because San Diego always falls in the toilet. They don't have. They can't hit. They can't pitch. They can't do anything. Yeah, Colorado will never be able to. Colorado's screwed. Yeah, and they're they're in a so spot. So does I mean. the altitude? Can they alter the altitude if they build? The Rockies a dome, dome. Um, and control the humidity and the temperature in the in the dome. I'm sure they could find a way. I I'm not 100 percent sure about that. We would have to. That's interesting, right? To think some, I don't know. Uh, some someone smarter than the other. Yes, one of us. So if someone has that type of information, because like Twitter. if I'm a pitcher, I'd never go in Colorado. They will if they would pay you 100 million dollars. Correct, but if they're going to pay $100 million, so is somebody else. Potentially. if The only way you're going there is if you're drafted there and then you wait to leave. Well, it sucks for people that are drafted there because then they'll look mediocre and then their contracts are... Yep. Eh. So, like, John Gray, for example. John Gray, yep. Phenomenal pitcher. Phenomenal. He's going to leave eventually, and he's going to be better somewhere else, a.k.a. minus one year... Ubaldo Jimenez yeah. resurrected his career completely when he left. The only way you can be good in Colorado is if you're a contact pitcher. No, you're not. No, because Mike, Mike Hampton, you know, I used to hate Mike Hampton, but yeah. he made himself a little career out of Jeff that. Francis was a good pitcher for them, actually, too. He was okay. He was decent. He's, he kept the ball in the park. That's really the only thing he can do. Kept the Phillies off kept out of the, the playoffs. Out of the first round. <laughs> yeah, just swept that. Swept us right through. Swept them right through and swept Won the World Ryan Series Howard's right ankle right out. Um, we won the you know World he Series went to. Year. You know he went to Atlanta. I did. Big Rye guy, swinging for the Braves. Beat the Rays in the World Series. Yeah, I know. Please, it's like. So what? I know. I'm just giving you a hard time. I'm going. Nolan fine. Arenado is phenomenal. Par is good. They're gonna put. They're gonna score a lot of runs because I mean. Think who do you see? Oh, their their lineup's fantastic. Fantastic, it really is. Any one of those hitters, I would trade for. Wait until not only th- because they're in Colorado, I think they would be good elsewhere. Mm-hmm. That even shows more. Charlie Blackman's a f- outstanding hitter. They're all outstanding. Nolan Arenado is probably one of the top three third base hitting. In top three, third five base hitters in the league. Yeah. 
Uh, Trevor Story, he'll only get better, probably have 35 bombs. DJ Mayhew, one of the better hitting second basemen in the league. Mark Reynolds can hit the ball off his knees out of the ballpark. Yeah. Talking about a guy who strikes out a lot, but, you know, I that's think, fine. I think. Um, probably hit a few more home runs this year. Carlos Gonzalez, we've talked about him to nauseum. Carlos Black or Blackman, yep, Charlie. Charlie Blackman. He's Big much fan. better than I thought he was. Yep. And another guy who's and very, gonna have a very good standing year. He's hurt right now is David Dahl. Oh, look at Greg throwing out numbers for people. He's I'm a huge David Dahl fan. I have him waiting on my bench to come back. So do you have this team as a team that can possibly compete? They have Greg Holland. I have them no, I don't. Why? Just because they're starting rotation? They're starting rotation, the rest of their division and unfortunately their their home ballpark, Coors Field, I just but I would take Greg Holland because they're going to score a lot of runs. They're all going to be generally close games. I would see him being – not only is he a phenomenal closer, he's in a good uh, situation. Yeah, his pitches work well with that park. But um, ultimately I see them falling 500-ish. If on the bright side, maybe they're five games over by the end of the season. There's really not much between a 500 team and a, a like – there's really not. A 90-win team versus... 90 wins and 500 is only like eight games, 10 games. Try again. If you're 81 and 81, that's 162. Nine games. Oh, yeah, sorry. Close. God. Again, we're not doing math over here. Clearly. Um, the Dodgers, they're... Guess how Puig's off to a good start. He is. If you drafted him, um, you're pretty happy right now. His plate, his uh, plate appearances. Um, he's not swinging at balls in the dirt, which is a positive. But he also did this at the beginning of last year too, and he fell off the cliff. If so, I'm a, if I'm a Rich Hill owner though, I'm I'm already kind of worried. Oh, you should be worried. Yeah, because <sighs> already I don't know. Yeah. Like how? It's all right. So how is he done? Because I'm not like I don't know right off the top of my head. I believe he's having blister issues already. All right, well, then that's an issue. Yep, blister issues on his left middle finger already. Mm. Left-handers with blister issues, never good. Actually, pitchers with blister issues are always a problem. They'll draw a lingering kind of thing. They're just something you really can't. Uh, I remember when I used to pitch, I would get blood blisters on both my middle and ring finger every after every game, and they were, they were annoying. They're pretty bad. So, I mean, they've, I mean, other than that, I really like their team. Course. Obviously, they have a good they have a good lineup. Their pitching's good too. Kershaw, Maeda, McCarthy, McCarthy's sure. a solid pitcher. Ryu and Alex Wood. Well, to the Dodgers, they should have a pretty good team with that payroll. Sure, good point. Good point. Um, you remember I picked uh, Corey Seager to win the MVP? Actually, finished my top five last year. Yep. I he may win the MVP this year. He very well. He's I told you I'm always a year ahead. On his way to being one of the better b- baseball players in all the league. Huge Corey Seager fan. Mm-hmm. Just missed out of him on a couple of my drafts. So, don't even have him. Com- completely unrelated topic. The Indians may take out the little Wahoo. Do you know that? Oh, their little guy? Mm-hmm. Little Indian? You know, as you being a Redskins fan, I'm sure you're 
a well Washington fan. Washington, actually, Red, Redskins fan. I'm sure you're well versed with the uh, the uh, Native American Redskin issue. heritages. Yeah. So, I don't think it's an issue. You don't? No. Go look at how much money they donate. I'm sure to Native American people every year, and then recognition that they give to those people. I mean, you know, it's not. Not everything is an insult. These people. That's that's where I mean. Like it really isn't. Nobody. I don't know. Don't get me started. Um, but you can get me started on. So the Cubs had their ring ceremony. That was nice. Yep. Finally. Hey, you, you got to bring it up because who knows when it'll happen again. Yeah, that's right. Could be long dead. Actually, they're probably not. More more than likely not, but if you have to wait as long as they did for the past 2016s, uh, yeah, you probably will be dead. Mm-hmm. What else we got going on here? Um, You got anything good? Got anything good to share with the audience? Um, Doubtful. Really, just, I mean, things that you probably have already have had to deal with, but um, Trey Turner going down with the hamstring injury, that sucks. I mean, I know he was probably drafted high second round, middle second round. Hamstring hit, like right, pull right, or tear? Right hamstring strain. For what speech, degree? I didn't have a degree. Um, to be determined. Re- turn date which yeah that's never good for a speed guy you don't like hamstrings on a speed guy that's I mean you don't already. really like hamstrings on anyone but let alone a speed guy yeah hamstrings and back problems just ask um oh my god I can't believe I did this again the center fielder for the San Francisco Giants um used to play for the Nationals in the leadoff yeah I know. had back issues ruined our whole season uh, what's his name? I don't remember off the top of my head. Everybody's probably cursing at me right now. But, um... um and me- I can picture his face. Meanwhile, I think the Nationals will sustain. So, other than the shortstop Trey Turner, who probably will come back, their team is fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Worth eating Harper, all of which can hit Pagan? the cover of the ball. No, not on Hell Pagan. I'm talking about the other... Outfielder in San Francisco. Well, they got Pence, Pagan. Keep going. Let's see. People are like, God, he's an idiot. Freaking idiot. I don't know who you're talking about. Denard Span? Yes. Yeah. Gotcha. There it is. I couldn't think of his name. Yes. Um, Back to the Nationals. Rendon, great player. Zimmerman, he's aging, but. Good. We keep saying great player out of Rendon, but I'm I'm ready to throw that. Tie All right, he's down not a him. great player. He's a solid, above average player. When he's healthy, I mean, I guess you, I'll put well, he's that healthy. There. He was healthy last year. One comeback yeah. player of the year. Yeah, I guess. Whatever. Just because we picked him on the year that he decided picked him on to, the year he never to not played. play that year, yeah. which is cool. Yeah. Like every other year has been. Pretty damn good. Yep. Um. I mean, he. That's so frustrating. You know, I still get mad about team players that have bad years, like two years later. It's kind of pathetic, actually. So, um, but right now he's hitting 115. So I would trade for him. 
because he is career 271 hitter. His OBP is 342. His OPS plus is 108. Um, he averages. What is he average? 93 runs, 166 hits, doubles, triple, 17 bombs. Eh, you know, 270 hitter. OPS plus 108. Uh, OPS. He's in a good lineup. There's yeah. a saving grace. So I think he'll be a little better than that. I don't know. I have high hopes for him. I guess. I just hold on. Their closers got off to a rough start. If you have Sean Kelly, you have Glover, you have Solis. Yeah. Um, I would start looking at those options. Maybe pick somebody up that is um on notice there because usually when a young closer struggles to begin of the year, changes are coming. I know he has a couple. He does. They got Matt Weir's saves, too. I like Matt Weir's. Phillies changed their Jen Margomez no longer their closer. So Joaquin Benoit is Uh-oh. big daddy in the house for couple saves this year. He's definitely worth a pickup. I mean, I would if he's a free agent in your league and you need saves, everyone needs saves absolutely. So, Benoit's not a guy, bad guy to be picking up. You know who else are bad guys to pick up? Matt Holiday? No. CC Sabathia. No. CC Sabathia is 2 and 0. I don't care. I don't even care if I'm a homer. I don't care. 2 and 0. He stopped drinking and he started pitching. Whoa. I'm serious. He's gotten it together. He's a little hefty, but that's how he likes it. He likes to be on the bigger side. But he's pitching well. He really is. He has proved me wrong. I thought his career was over. Um, Albert Pujols has turned it around. I think Beltran will have a nice year, especially playing with a younger team. Curtis Granderson, I love being some Curtis Granderson, baby. I know you do. You know I do. He's a good player. All right, I'm going to name a couple guys that has started off very well this year. How do you think John Lackey will do? I don't care. Back to my point. I'm going to name some guys. You tell me, do you think they're going to continue their hot start, or are they going to falter? First one, Chris Davis of the A's. Chris Davis of the A's. So let's see. He is. Yeah, I love his power. Yep. He's hitting 345 with four bombs, six RBIs. Chris Davis of the A's. Yep. Oh, man. I love Chris Davis as a player, but I do not like his situation. Yeah, I agree. I'm not I'm not buying his. Um, uh, I, huge if stock. I need power numbers, I would take him as a power hitter. I think he's a phenomenal power hitter. Definitely Probably good. one of the most underrated power hitters in the game. What do you have, 40 For bombs sure. last year? Definitely one of the and most And I think underrated. we got him free agent two years ago. Nobody wanted him when he was in Milwaukee. Let's see, last year he hit 42 bombs. Yep, see. Easily the un- most underrated power hitter in the game. But I'm not going to say he's going to hit 345. I, he's not going to hit 345. Obviously, but. what's I mean, I wonder what his career batting average is. He's probably 265. A career um, average of. Do you even know? 260. God, I'm good. Oh, hold on. I was wrong. I was wrong. 250. I'm wrong again. All right. So I said, would I say 265? 260? Yeah. I said 260. All right. Close. Yeah. He's not going to do that. Right. Um, What about. His OPS plus is a 124 for his career. So he's better. He, he's All right. A, he's a Here's your. He has a better career OPS than Pete Rose. Chris Davis. Chris Davis is 
How many teams have you been playing on this career? I'm just going to stop responding. It's only two. Pete Rose. Yeah, he's only played for two teams. Well, whatever. All right, let's see. He's actually – this. he only had one year where it was less than Pete Rose. Wait, Dude, he is a phenomenal player. Why is no one paying him $100 million? All right? His OPS plus was a 155, okay? Then he had a 106. That's a down year, okay? Down. Man, that's terrible. 22 bombs, 69 RBIs. Um, 123 OPS, 126 – this year, 245, but that's obviously going to... So we're looking somewhere in the 120s. Actually, it'll probably say worst case scenario, 115. Yeah, I mean, I, I like him as a player. I think I agree more than... I like him as a player? I mean... It's, it's the rest of his team that I'm going to worry about over the long haul. I just don't understand. Why is he not making a ton of money? Like, does he not hits, play defense? He hits two forty, hits two fifty. I mean, so do a lot of people. I mean, his OPS plus Philly, is through the roof. The Phillies paid paid Ryan Howard a hundred million dollars to hit that and see how Wait. long that worked out. I mean, you just can't bank on someone hitting two. First off, first off, that is a totally different scenario. Okay, hundred percent. Okay, um, how so? Howard was coming off an MVP caliber season. Chris Davis only averages 132 strikeouts a year. I'm not saying they're identical players, that's but they big difference. batting average, RBI, that's almost, and home that's, runs wise, they're very similar. Okay, but batting average. Well, okay, well I'll give you batting average. Home runs, 40 roughly a year, 35 yeah. to 40. That's Howard. Okay, well RBI strikeouts year. are a big thing, and we talked about it yourself. Yeah, 120, I mean, 120, 122. And 150 are a lot less than 240. I agree. Especially at a guy that's only been playing for four years, not 12. Right. I know. But that's all. And and Ryan Howard played in a hitter-friendly ballpark. Especially when you're a count the left-handed hitter. And I don't know what his ground ball percentages are, but... Or his hard hit or his exit velocity. So, in Howard's career, he never once struck out more than 200 times. So, your 240 strikeouts is a myth. All right, well, what is it then? His highest strikeout total for any one year was in 2007 when he struck out 199 times. Oh, okay. That's, All right. that's 40. All right, so what's he sitting around? One, is he, this over 180 at least four times? One... Two, three, four times That's over 180. Right. Thank you. He averages 190 strikeouts through his career. Okay, this is the first time that Chris Davis ever made over a million dollars playing baseball. I'm not saying he doesn't Howard more just, money. They declined $23 million to Ryan Howard for this year. 23. Yep. All I'm saying, all I'm saying is that he is an underrated player. All right, and I'm so, sure he's still drafted like it, too. So let's go back to the, our original question. Do you think he's going to continue what he's doing right now? No. I mean, that's – I'm obviously, he's hitting – I'm not saying is he going to hit 330, but do you think he could hit – take his game to a 290 to 300 average and be an all-star? No, because I don't think he's in a proper situation for that. But I do think he can hit 265. 
That would be nice. Maybe. All right. Well, whatever. Okay. I, we're we're a little off topic there. No, we're not. Let's see. I was going over some players that you do you think uh, are going to continue. All right. Continue. I have. Uh, what about Miguel uh, Sano from your Twinkies? Doing pretty well. Miguel Sano. Sano. Um, hitting. She's. 333, two bombs, eight RBIs, eight runs. What's his strikeout percentage? Strikeout percentage right now is a 32%. Yeah, I, I know he's always struck out a lot. Um, his 100. All right, so here you go. 100 out of 162 game average in his three years of playing, really two and a half. Yeah. Because he had 300. He's got. Mm, 750 career bats, so that's a year and a half. Maybe a little more. Um, He averages 244 strikeouts a year. Yeah. And he hits 250. Mm-hmm. All right, so Ryan Howard's better than Miguel Sano. Congratulations. Hey. Yep. All right. And I also think Miguel Sano sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I was not writing home about Ryan Howard. I would just bring up a comparison that – and the numbers are skewed giving because million, of this year. Giving $100 million to someone that hits 240 to 250 and strikes out. And he also hasn't made a million dollars. Man, the Phillies really just give up. Just de- dealing Ooh. out money. Play for the Phillies, baby. Hey, you root for the Yankees. Okay. Can't be any and you know what? The payrolls are probably pretty dang close now. Right? No. We're lower. Yeah, well, that's only because they stink and they just got rid of Ryan Howard. After next year, we will have zero dollars on the books, well, basically. Well, that's wise. Time to start fresh. Starting real fresh. Well, you know what? They actually did go up to the number nine ranked team in Forbes. Phillies? Value-wise. Who did they pass? They Maybe the Cubs. Huge, they signed a huge market. So, for, for a team that is absolute trash, has a high value. That's good. That's good. Market. That. It's good going dollar, forward. As billion, a fan, I would feel good about that because I mean, dollar TV deal. They got money to spend. They well, that's just because their GM stinks doesn't mean the the. But that's front office does. They that's what you for. really hope. You sustain four or five years of winning, winning World Series, fan base buys in and actually creates a better market. Listen up, Sixers. Yeah. We're also if, you, if you didn't know, we're gigantic Philadelphia 76ers fans. Yes. Feel bad for us. But. No one cares. No one cares about the Sixers. Um, so. You got anything else for the audience today? Uh, anything good? Pretty much walk through most of the stuff I was uh, wanting to go through. All right. So, like, moving forward, I, I mean, I want to – as we said, we we are on that new website. What's it called? Uh, blog Talk Talk Radio. Radio. Okay. dot com. Um, so everybody, kind of, if you want to take a look at it, so a guy that started that website um, is from ESPN, yep. and SB Nation. I don't know how much of the audience listens to them or has heard of them, but uh, they're a pretty well known podcast and just affiliate on the radio. Uh, they got their start on that website as well, so. I mean, it bodes well. It's it's definitely a good change for us, so yeah. we're looking forward to it. Yep. Um, so as we move forward through 2017, we want to hear a lot of questions from everyone. 
Um, the more that we can interact um, with you guys, the better. The more in informative right. we can be. Uh, we, we like a little bit of guidance right now. It's well, we feel like we we just want to hone in talk, to yeah. really what you yeah. want to hear. So. Uh, the more we can do that, the better. Yeah, I mean, right now we have a small listener base. I mean, we hope it grows, but you can take oh, advantage it, of that. You it'll can, grow. Yep, absolutely. But right now you can take advantage, and actually we can spend some time individually with people um, and give some real advice and um, hopefully help you guys out. But for sure, take advantage of it now. Um, And uh, what else? I had something important to say. You usually do. That's right. Very nice. Very nice. Great success. Um, I don't. I, don't I would remember. just it obviously stress that enough. All, all of our SoundCloud listeners um, make the transition. Right. Yep. Um, ask us how to do it. Yep. We are still on iTunes. The Fantasy Baseball Guys. Yep. Um, we can be reached on Twitter at the FB Guys. That T H E F B Guys. G U Y S. No spaces. Bing. After the ad symbol, of course. Um, and that's pretty – so I think we, we should make a Facebook. We have to make a Facebook. We still yep. haven't done we're, that. We're going to try to um, create a Facebook page because that seems to be – It's a good way to even, reach people. Even Twitter is quick and easy, but I feel Facebook has become so interactive. So hopefully we can create a, uh, a whole page just for our our podcast where we can – kind of put things to where you can expect to see some stuff and not always have to just listen to the podcast you can get some news there and some quicker information oh and one of the big things for this year is we are looking to take live calls later down the year so hopefully the more listeners we get the more likely that that chance or that possibility will become an actuality so um i mean that would be pretty dang cool yeah sure would we look forward to doing all that but um Otherwise, look for us um, on Tuesdays. We will be here, I, I don't know, I, I'd say roughly about 6 o'clock. Yep. Um, yeah, I, would, I mean, give or take. Yeah, probably about 7 o'clock on Tuesday night is when it should be. At aired. the latest, I, w- I, right. wouldn't, I wouldn't bank on it being uploaded any later than 7 o'clock. Sometime on Tuesday. Yeah. 8 o'clock at the sure. la- absolute latest, but sometime yep. in that window. Um, so... And we, we're thinking that that's probably the best time to have our show, given that Wednesday nights are going to be the waiver wire for the week. So we want to – we're going to continue to have – well, we're going to make the waiver wire segment. So we're going to spend some significant amount of time each week on that, um, give a little sabermetric approach as well, and then just a little bit of back and forth. So uh, we look forward to it, and we look forward to having everyone listen on. And um, – Have a good week. The season, yep. All right, guys, signing off till uh, next week.